I'm Molly Wood, host of CNET's Anchorest Newsletter. And I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's Real Deal. Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, the podcast of Undetermined Life. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Today, I think we should shoot for 10 minutes, 42 seconds. 42. Nice choice. Uh, all right. All right. So we, had, we, we, made, we made a big oversight. We did. And thank you to Cassandra for pointing it out. We got so excited last week talking about, or Wednesday. Yeah. Talking, <laughs> seems like last week. Or Wednesday. But it was really just a couple days ago. Talking about some of that stuff we were talking about. Elevators and... Mozilla. Mozilla. The Mozilla Corporation. We got in a Mozilla debate. Yes. And that just ate up time. We forgot. Very important news. Apple has released a new mouse. Yeehaw. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> Apple releasing a new product's always fun. So what do you think of this mouse, Molly? <laughs> um, the Mighty this. Mouse? Okay, first let's describe it. Okay. For those eight people left on the planet who did not read about the Mighty Mouse in the news <laughs> this week, it is their first multi-button, well, it's not even multi-button. It looks like a regular one-button mouse, but you can right-click with it. And it has a little uh, rolly thing on top that lets you scroll 360 degrees. So they've sort of finally embraced this long-standing concept, their right-click with the mouse design. Although, interestingly, the Mighty Mouse does not right-click by default out of the box. Now, you have to enable it in the preferences. Yeah, now hold on. I was, I was having a little hard time following this, so they added a, a separate button so you can right-click? No. Oh, no. That would be um, the easy way to do it, and maybe they could have done that like six years ago when OS 8.6 started supporting contextual menus accessible via right-clicking. But no. <laughs> instead they kept on shipping single button mice for six years uh-huh. and then they re- released just now a single button mouse that if you press it on the right side right clicks huh? if you enable that in the preferences and they said the reason they did this is because all those other mice with all the extra buttons and the scrolly wheel are too hard to use. Yeah, yeah, I can never use the yeah. one I have in my hand right now. Oh. It's it's kind of like expose and the <laughs> dashboard thing where if you send it to, you know, you can change the settings, you can tell the mouse, they're like touch sensitive, there's five buttons. Yes, there are extra buttons on the sides. Like if you squeeze it, this is Veronica butting in because... Yeah, thank you. Or sorry, not butting in. Joining <laughs> in. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, I see how it is, sorry. <laughs> she She's like... I am not going to allow you to bash Apple. With <laughs> oh, well, on a, on a side note, um, someone asked me today if I had bought the mouse. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm planning on getting it. I'm planning on getting it. And one of the um, guys from ZDNet was like, yeah, Steve Jobs sneezes and Veronica runs and gets yeah. him a tissue. Oh, mean. I was like, eh, kind of true. Yeah, eye tissue. <laughs> I was going to say that Veronica was not a fawning sycophant, but, <laughs> but then she said she was. Just kidding. So Just the mouse kidding. reads your mind? It does. It is a telepathic okay. mouse. You can, if you squeeze it on the sides, it will access like tiger only features such as expose. <laughs> right. right. Which right. they say is very cool. But I want to point out that Walt Mossberg, lover of most things Apple, says that this mouse is no good. Why? Because he said the right clicking is slower and it actually is indeed harder to use. Because, for example, Ars Technica pointed this out too. If you're trying to click on the right side, but your finger is still on the left side, mm. which is how a lot of people right click with their all their fingers on the mouse, you <laughs> will actually left click instead of right click. We'll get it right eventually. And he said he couldn't get the 360 degree scrolling to work. Well, you have to, you can't push it down all the way. <laughs> Siri, come <laughs> on! How many more excuses can be made for this I product? I haven't played with it yet, Just so I can't. Just put another button and a scroll wheel on the mouse. So buy a Logitech mouse. That's what everyone has already been doing. Yeah. So apparently yeah. they'll keep doing that. 
Okay, I'm I, out. I predict. Does that mouse play <laughs> MP3s? <laughs> can that mouse do video? Because right. it can't do video, it's totally behind the curtain. Let's make Veronica happy and talk about Windows having problems. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this uh, from all over the place. News.com slash dot uh, alpha. The CNET blog yep. has it. Uh, but w- there's apparently already a virus for Windows Vista. So sad. Uh, antivirus vendor F Secure is reporting the first issues targeting the yet to be released yet to be released Windows yeah. Vista operating system. Apparently, uh, according to Robert Vimosi on our Alpha blog, someone in Austria has published five viruses on the internet that target Microsoft Command Shell, also known as Monad, which will resemble <laughs> Command Shells currently used by the Unix operating Sorry. system. How Leibniz. They come down on the Leibniz side. Because oh, Newton's Leibniz. an Apple person. So Leibniz and his Monads uh, are on. Dude, are I have no idea. You're calculus about joke. Right now. Don't worry about it. Though still in beta and not calculus due on desktops joke? until late in 2006, the Windows Vista <laughs> operating system might not even ship with MSE installed. So this may not the be a big deal. Oh. But it is funny that somebody went, got the beta, and wrote a virus. Yeah. Funny and seriously, people, leave them alone. <laughs> really? You're you're finally done. You're like, you know, it's just, you're beating a dead horse. You know what? It's just huh. old. It's just old at this point. Like, challenge yourself. Go for it. Go for Tiger. <laughs> well, I actually like Robert Vimosi's. <laughs> okay, no. Robert Vimosi's final line in his blog posting was, it also shows just how determined some virus writers are to ruin our day. Yeah. What did we ever do to you? Nothing's, nothing's fully secure ever. And a beta, even less so. So, yes. while this is ironic, it is not necessarily... It's possible that the beta itself was just a big fat target. It's just one of those things where you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Whoop-de-doo. Okay. Good job, virus writers. So why are we talking about it? Let's move on. Yeah. We're not, yeah. This one's got me up. I saw this on <laughs> Slashdot. Apparently, the FCC and Slashdot links to an Ars Technica article, which links to a USA Today article on Yahoo. So it's like five levels deep. Oh, the tangled web the we source. shout out. <laughs> But federal regulators, according to USA Today, appear set to deregulate phone companies' DSL broadband services, classifying it as an information source rather than a telco source. Because mm. telco stuff is regulated, information sources aren't necessarily. Okay. Why cable isn't regulated, for instance. What this would mean, though, is my ISP gone. Because my ISP provides DSL service over the SBC lines that are required to be made open. Right. So SBC can just come in and kick everybody off. And say, nope, um, these are our lines And say, because now. We, we have our own DSL product so yep. that you can't use our lines. We, uh, we pay for the lines. Mm, we use them. Interesting. Get out. Now, it's not like those ISPs, and this would be true of Earthlink, Speakeasy, any of these kinds mm-hmm. of places, off the DSL lines, unless they can come to an agreement with SBC. Now, right. probably an Earthlink by, or somebody that big might be able to. By coming to an agreement, you mean paying them a bunch. Oh, yeah. Because right. they already have to or pay them something. Or paying them a bunch more. <laughs> but it's, it's unregulated, exactly. So, right. yeah. Um, Although, isn't it possible that long-term, those ISPs that do survive and manage to lay their own lines could then create valuable competition for the telcos? Laying your own lines, though. I mean, well, yeah. These, these are the lines that go through the city to your door. Yep. Over the phone lines. I mean, that's the big controversy here. So most likely what it would do is just give the phone companies even more leverage to charge us more and keep providing crappy DSL. Now, this USA Today article does say that the FCC members are negotiating to preserve some oversight of both DSL and cable broadband to protect consumers and competitors. Do you think the FCC just doesn't want to work so hard anymore? (laughs) Maybe they're tired. You know what? We could get rid of a lot. I could just imagine this meeting. We could get rid of a lot of paperwork if we didn't have to do that DSL stuff. Let's just dump it. <laughs> phone companies are saying if they get this. Tom's like, not their, funny. <laughs> phone companies are saying <laughs> if they get this in their favor, uh, it would provide greater incentive for them to widely roll out broadband. 
Yeah, right. Although it's pretty wide. They have, yeah. I mean, rural well, areas still have issues. Because they can't widely roll it out. They have a last mile issue that is not going to be solved by deregulating DSL. Yeah. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. Evdo. I don't entirely understand this, but I think it is dumb. I'm just going to an Evdo. I'm getting <laughs> off the grid. Evdo. I'm going to a, yeah, exactly, to a little cell card. All right. Do we want to go on right on to Alejandro or do we want to talk about Google? I I want to talk about Google a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, because I think this is a very interesting story and it's kind of close to home. Yeah. <laughs> Such as one floor down or something. Anyway, Google apparently is refusing to talk to CNETnews.com because News.com did a story in which they used Google to dig up a whole bunch of information about Google CEO and published it in their story as an example of how privacy can be invaded by the power of a search engine. Well, no, they dug up all this private information. Where did they get it? Well, I, I, they got it at Google, I said. At Google. At Google. I'm just emphasizing. Yeah, yeah they Googled um, the Google guy, and then they wrote a story about Google and how you could use Google to Google stuff about yeah. people who and find information that maybe they don't want Google in public. Google, not amused. Google, not amused. But not amused in, frankly, I think, a very prima donna fashion. And have now said, I'm not talking to news.com until July 2006, <laughs> which I think is just kind of awesome. Yeah, like, uh, we're not talking to you for one year, and then maybe we will be talking to you. We'll see. Freedom maybe. of the press and freedom of speech. Yes. News.com can print whatever they want, and Google, Google doesn't have to talk to them. Decide not to talk to them. I think, though, what I find interesting about it is just the kind of, that this is like the third or fourth story I've read lately about Google where they're just kind of not doing such nice stuff. Mm. You think they're getting mean? They're firing the bloggers. I'm not saying they're doing evil or anything. And then that lady sued them because she said, you know, they discriminated against her when she was pregnant. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it, I'm, as with any big company, it's sort of like how the virus writers target Microsoft. As with any big company, you're going to get bad PR. But this is just one of those things that it's, it's almost like it's more bad news than it's worth to say. Now we're not talking to news.com for one year. What's an interesting spin to this too is where Slashdot found this is at the bottom of an article about uh, Google wanting to launch a global search for two executive chefs to feed all the hungry engineers they've been hiring. <laughs> it's not an article about Google not talking. It's just at the very end of this article about them wanting to right. hire these chefs. It says Google could not be immediately reached for comment. Parentheses. Google representatives have instituted a policy of not talking with CNETnews.com <laughs> reporters until July 2006 in response to privacy issues raised by a previous story. And right. they linked to this, which is awesome because you know every single News.com story that mentions Google in any way is going to have this sentence well, for one year. They almost have to, because they have well, they to have say to. they tried to reach they Google and Google didn't respond, why. and then they have to explain why. Right, so. which means that every day, because Google generates a lot of news, possibly every day until Ju July 2006, this particular sentence will be somewhere on the internet. Why do you want that if you're Google? Why? Suck it up. I don't know. Could show some backbone on Google's part. I guess. If, as misguided as well, perhaps it is. It does show some backbone, and Google can probably afford not to yeah. talk to news.com so fine do your worst google <laughs> <laughs> um that's all we got today we'll get to alejandro's phone call uh la next week but i did want to mention i got an email asking for more information about his podcast and information can be found at latinpodcast.com for those of you looking for Spanish language podcasts. All right. Send it, keep sending your, your emails, buzz at CNET.com, and uh, give us a call, 1-800-616-CNET. Goodbye to you. Adios.